Hey everybody, it's Terrell Cummings, and I'm excited because we're bringing it back. The Always Relevant Podcast is back after a year hiatus. We're called the Season 2, Episode 1. Myself and Dane DeMay are going to be back discussing everything that's happened in the past year, our, post, our post-pandemic updates. Uh, we're going to discuss the NFL preview, the preseason, Bengals-Browns, division winner predictions, Super Bowl predictions, and then we're going to go over our normal things, the rapid-fire categories. We have a new uh, segment called Getting Real with Dane. And also, can't forget to mess with your money with Rel. So, got a lot of good stories coming in. Uh, we're excited. We hope you're excited, too. Welcome back. We're glad to be back. Enjoy the show. All right, all right. We are back. Season 2, Episode 1. Always relevant podcast. Didn't know it was going to happen post pandemic. I'm here with my co host, Dane DeMeo. Dan, what's going on, man? Oh, man, it's good to be back. What's going on? And I'm just, as always, hanging out, having good times, trying to figure out what's what. I know we've, we were on like last July. I think that's when we were on last. And just because of life happened, we had to kind of shut things down. Just things got busy family, work, the pandemic. Just life was different for a while, man, and we just had to kind of, you know, take a left and take a step back. But now, due to some circumstances, we're bringing the podcast back. We want to get it back on a regular basis. Bring back the the, the listeners. Maybe bring back some viewership in the future here. Uh, you know, things going on, man. So, as always, I want to start it out with what we are opening segment. How are you, and how are you really? If you want, I can go first. For me, yeah, why don't, you, why don't you go ahead and kick it off since you're getting this thing started again. Go ahead. Yeah, and kick we're, bringing, we're, we're bringing it back. I said we we have our normal segment. How are you? And how are you really stole from my friend Charles McBee and his podcast last year. So I, I decided to go ahead and ask it. So how am I? As always, I'm all right, doing what I can, getting by. How am I really? Honestly, I'm tired, super tired, just because full time work. Family with kids, like family with wife and kids, and then I'm in school for my MBA program. I've been doing a full time schedule all year, or for like the last 18 months or almost 18 months. Um, I guess I'm gonna be graduating after 18 months, but I've been t- I've been on a full schedule the whole time. So I have doing them in one term. I didn't have a full schedule, so I'm just tired, and it's finally catching up to me. Normally, I'm the, the night owl, I'm the one that stays up late. I I said I don't get tired. Well, now it's official. I'm tired. So that's what it is. I drank coffee. It's right here. It was, I started at like 7.30 at night. It's probably not a good thing, but I need to probably have another one of those after this podcast. I'll be doing schoolwork. I have stuff to do. So that's how I'm feeling. Dave, boy, you. How are you? How are you really? Wow, after listening to you, I feel a little better than I did before you started your monologue here. I, uh, haven't touched schoolwork and proud to say almost 20 years. Yeah. That feels really good to say that. Uh, not too tired. Uh, you know, it's post pandemic kind of, even though we got the Delta coming back, but it's good to be back. Uh, I had to bring, we had to bring this back because, you know, I'll get into it later. I can't let the calves off the hook. They make me mad. We'll talk right. about that later. Uh, now, I'm excited about the Browns, man. I really am. That's why, you know, we love our sports. We play ball ourselves, and, you know, it feels good to be back. I mean, our Browns fans always excited about the Browns before the season starts. Yes. But this year, the excitement is real because it's not excitement of who's going to be the quarterback, who's going to be the coach, how's the coach going to do in his first year, who's going to be the first pick at the end at the, at the that we're going to take at the end of the year, right? Uh it's excitement. There's Super Bowl talk, and obviously we'll get into that here in a little bit. So right. I got to say, I'm, I'm doing good, man. Only thing I would say is I haven't got the golf in I wanted to get in. You know what yeah. I mean? Other yeah. than that, other than the golf, I'm good. I haven't got the golf I want, but that, other than that, I'm good. I got you. I got you. Now, that's understandable, man. Like, I've, I've golfed a little bit, and the beginning of the golf season, it's like, all right, things are going well, whatever. But midway through the golf season, things went downhill. I can't get anything to work, work right at the same time. So, the last time I was out, my drive off the tee was great. Iron game was terrible. <laughs> Started the year, my drive off the tee was terrible. My iron game was good. My short game wasn't terrible. 
I can't put it together. So I'm still trying to figure it out. So that's all right. I don't play enough to be consistent. So well, my games, my games together, it's all terrible. So it works out good. It all goes together in one smooth lane line of terrible from T to hole. If I get yeah. to the hole eventually. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I'm sure I've had some of those moments too, for sure. And my friends that can attest to that. So um, I've seen where uh, you've had to take a time out on the green. Guy like you yeah. get too excited, had to take your fair share of timeouts. Sometimes you got to have a TC timeout. You know, what I'm saying? Right. you just got to go walk away, put the cubs back in the bag, sit in the cart, and just let your friends finish their finish the hole. Think about things. You know, let's take a reset, and uh, we'll see off the next hole and see what happens. So, um, yeah, I've had to do that every once in a while, and I'm not one to throw clubs or snap clubs. So instead of doing that, I'll take a TC timeout. That's I'll right. <laughs> that's right yeah right. so before we get into it man what what you been up to then before we get into this we got to talk nfl today what else are we talking yeah so we're, we're talking nfl that's what most of our probably some use nfl preseason Bengals, browns division winner predictions super bowl predictions and then we'll get into rapid fire and stuff after that but you know our bonus segment like so we've been out for the pandemic so, like, you know, basically pandemic, I've been lucky enough to be able to still work my normal job, just going to work from home. So, I'm thankful for that. Uh, like I said before, started NBA program. Um, so, started that in April of 2020. Um, like I said, I'm set to graduate in December. So, I said, work full-time, the whole, or been full-time school that whole time, except for, like, last May, which is when I got like, my thyroid removed. So, I had surgery for that. Um, added a member to the family. So, Cohen Andrew Cummings, he's five, I guess five months, almost six months now. So, um, you know, we have three kids now, Lane and I, so he's keeping us on our toes. Cohen's also keeping us on our toes, and Caden just started first grade this week. So we've been in back-to-school mode, get him on the bus, getting to school every day. I'm making school lunches, so it's going to it's gonna suck when I have multiple kids in school at the same time, making multiple school lunches every single day. So whatever, that's what it is. It's not too bad. Um, and ultimately, kicking off this podcast, I've always wanted to do it, but now I can do it and make it a part of school. Uh, it's part of a school, uh, I guess, a class project for digital marketing. Because I'll be honest, I wasn't, I'm not a fan of trying to make websites or anything like that. Um, I'm like, well, I want to do something that's going to be fun and inter- interesting to me. And the podcast is always interesting. I always wanted to bring it back. And so, bringing back the podcast is just seeing if I can increase viewership or increase listeners. Uh, based on um, ultimately social media content um, that I'm going to be putting out. So I kind of did a little bit leading up to this week, um, but I need to do more. I need to be more consistent with it. And one thing that that's out there, I didn't even know, didn't realize that I forgot about, I should say, is this podcast actually has a public website. So I'm going to try, try to drive traffic to the public website where people go on and uh, they can choose where they listen. So whether it's Apple Podcast or Google Podcast or Spotify or Overcast or whatever it is that you listen to that's best, you know, you don't you can do it through the Anchor app, which is what we actually publish through. So uh, whatever is best there. Um, I have links on the site on different social media channels on how to get there. So that's what I'm doing. That's where we've been. I said I kind of started going back to work in the office two times a week with the Delta variant hit. So I don't know what the, what's going to happen with that. Um, I might just go just one time a week, uh, but I'll still go. It's just we have to keep masks on in, public, in open areas, but we have like an office that's up there, and then once I'm in the office, I can take the mask off and chill, but that's where I am, man. So what about you? What's going on post-pandemic? What's your update? Man, you know me, nothing. No, yep, nothing Not much, nothing changed. Other than I just banked on my vacation and been basically off a lot this summer, going to the beach, you know, doing my thing. Yeah. Nothing's changed in 20 years. You know what I mean? I just go do hang out, like to travel, like to go to my games. Right. I bought this contraption you see behind me here for about $3,000, right? A Peloton bike. Nice. It was, it's listed for 275 pounds, right? Yeah. I already broke it. <laughs> and Dave, Dave's not 275, but he's stronger yeah. than average person. So, so yeah, so I've been hanging around 245, which is a good weight for me. I think my days at 225 are long gone. Right. I got to see. I haven't seen that actually <laughs> a long time anyway. But, you know, that this thing back here was supposed to help me try to get to that. Now, right. I probably got about 15 rides into it. So, luckily, my girlfriend can ride it. 
but right. I literally broke the bearing. And before I bought this thing, it took like 10 weeks to show up, by the way. Right. Uh, I said I was going to break it, and I broke it. So <laughs> as soon as I stood up on that thing, man, I heard it go bump. I was like, oh, that ain't good. So I have, I have a technician coming out Tuesday. It's probably going to tell me to stay off of it. So right. well, hey, that's, false, that's false advertising. There. It said 275 or less. You, you don't fall over that weight range. Like, hey, I want my money back. and I want to keep it. Yeah, man. So I think I wrote it about 15 times. What's 3,000 divided by 15? It's about $200 a ride. I guess I got my money's worth. But, uh, <laughs> so, but yeah, I'm that's not the return on the investment that you're looking for, though. Yeah, not exactly. So, you know, I'm back in the gym, but uh, it looks good in the living room right here, doesn't it? But yeah, so I don't, don't have a bunch much going on, man. I'm just glad to get back to this. Glad I could help you out with it to uh, get going. And, uh, you know, I was listening to something earlier. I wasn't saying I was listening to NBA radio and they were talking about don't believe everything you hear on a podcast, right? That's what they're saying. Because they're talking about Draymond Green and Kevin uh, Durant yeah. hanging out and they blaming everybody but themselves for why the team broke up. Right. But, but they said it is people discussing <laughs> what they view as reality, right? So, and I have to say, it's absolutely true. Everything I say, you're probably not going to agree with, right? Yeah, that's true. That's, hey. that's life, though. Hey. I, I, don't, I don't expect that. But this is our platform, and hopefully you're entertained a little bit and uh, get some knowledge out of it. Probably not, but we hope we're entertaining. So hey, you know what? We, we might surprise some people. You we may know. surprise so, some people. Hey, we, don't let the don't let the, the athletic, us being like former athletes or anything, fool you. We are halfway smart sometimes. Um, we, we actually graduated from college, so we're putting it to use right now, right? We did, and we did. I, I'm back for the victory lap for um, uh, for the NBA program. So I don't know why I couldn't talk. I don't think I ever thought Dane going back to uh, going back to school ever. But I, I'm doing it for the I'm doing it for the group, so it's all good. It's all good. I know normally uh, this segment we used to have Dane's Lift Chronicles. Dane's not doing lift right now. He's he's gone and taken. Taking a break, it might be a permanent break from lift. You know, you didn't make some extra cash doing it. But you know what? The cash is good right now. Even though I, you know, I said I don't. I was doing it for entertainment purposes and stuff. Uh, yeah, and we were entertained. We were entertained. It, I, I just can't bring myself to do it anymore. People were making me mad. Felt like I was going to get in trouble. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what? I think I'll bring back maybe. Maybe we'll have a conversation, a lift chronicles, maybe a final one. You never know. I might go do it. You know, what I mean, I might get bored, right. go out there for four hours, and get entertained by some people. You never know. <laughs> but uh, I'll go into why. I got a lot of reasons why I'm not doing it anymore. So maybe we'll do gotcha. maybe we'll do a final lift chronicles here one of these days. But that'll, be, that'll be a future episode. We'll find out why you're not doing it anymore. So I'll be yeah. But that. here's real quick for everybody out there that uses Lyft and Uber. Tip your drivers, you cheap asses. Tip your drivers, right? Uh, if they're going to give me $2 to go three miles. You better give me $2, too, because you just should. All right, common courtesy. We tip in this country. Give the driver some money. All right, I'm going to stop with the lift for now. You can go. You We can get into what we're going to get into. I, and I'll remember that when we make our trip to Denver to go out and see Lee. We're going, <laughs> and we're, we're going to be Ubering everywhere and taking lift everywhere. I'm not going to hike it everywhere like Lee probably wants to do. He's like, nah, bro. This is purely recreational, entertainment, lounging type of trip. I'm not driving. I'm not walking or hiking anywhere if I don't have to. So, especially in the mountain air out there in Denver. I'm not trying to do all that. Yeah, yeah. when we get out in Denver, man, I'm going to tell you, man, I'm not out there to exercise. We're out here to hang out for your birthday. That's you right. know what I mean? So, We're treated as such. The only walking I want to do is from the parking lot to the casino to the slot machines to the card tables. That's all. <laughs> oh no that's great that's great so normally though the next section of segment we would have is lee's adult beverage of the week well lee is not on right now and he has not given us any kind of uh direction on making whatever concoction he normally has because he is our our resident mixologist uh and whatnot he's also a resident genius so he is the smartest one out of the group i would say please as far as history well maybe maybe not him then go back and forth on that but then you might have a few um a few tips for us as far as our summer adult beverages. So what are your thoughts on that? Well, this might help you separate me and him a little bit. My uh, summer beverage is natural light. It uh, had served me well in my younger days. 
for all you people just starting out, it's a great starter. All right. Because if you can get used to that taste, everything else is going to taste good moving forward. Uh, yeah. Summer beverage, natural light. All you young listeners out there. That's what you want to, that's what you want to get started on. That's what every good college student starts on maybe high school, but we don't promote underage drinking, but college. Yes. Natural light. That's my summer drink. Yeah, that, that's a summer drink. It's gonna be it's gonna be uh, helpful in the wallet or on the bank account. And uh, I'm sure all those college kids that are using their parents to pay for their beverages, I'm sure that they're gonna be thankful for it, and their parents will be thankful for it ultimately as well. So, I think they called that work study for us. That's where those checks came from, right? Work study. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you need something for the natural light cases. You know what I mean? Stack yeah. them up like wallpaper in your uh, dorm room. But yeah. Hey, so I'm think about something about hey, UD students. I know you guys are more uh, beast or beast light drinkers, but don't forget natural light. Okay, just keep that in mind. And but, I'll be uh, honest with you. Once you graduate, you're probably not gonna drink it too much. I probably haven't had quite <laughs> very few since my last days. But you know, yeah, we'll, we'll start with natural light as a great summer drink. <laughs> Dane, as always, keeping it classy, but keeping it frugal. So, hey, you know, you don't want to spend too much out there. You can't really grind too much. Might as well have the cheap beer and drink it at home or whatever you're going to do with it. So, that is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. And great time to have beer is watching football. We are back. Football is among us. It is preseason NFL. I've not watched too much, but I have my thoughts on different things. Dane, have you got a chance to watch any uh, NFL preseason? Obviously, there's the Bengals and the Washington football team that's on in the background right now. I have no idea what's going on with it. They're tied 3-3, but, you know, preseason, it's kind of hard to judge if teams are actually good or not. It's more about just the tryouts and players trying to make the team. So, what are your thoughts? Well, my thoughts personally are just I love it because I'm not trying to figure out who the quarterback is. I'm not trying to figure out a new head coach. I'm not trying to figure out the draft, first-round draft pick. Is he going to save us this year? If you're a Browns fan, we don't even care about preseason this year. No one's even playing. So far, they're beating up the Giants real good is what we're saying. Uh, look pretty good second string against the Jaguars. You know, an Urban Myers debut. Welcome to the NFL, scoring no points. <laughs> but – uh, yeah, excited about that. Now, for what I've watched is I watched the one everybody was looking forward to. I watched the uh, Dolphins-Bears game, watched two ago against Justin Fields. Yeah. Definitely think Tua needs more reps. Just because he threw that interception by the end zone, you know, there's a lot of people not on Tua. It seemed like the Dolphins were willing to give him up and a bunch of picks to get Watson at one point before, uh, you know, right. stuff went down. Right. I have to say, Justin Fields looked exciting, two touchdowns really took control of the offense going to the second half. It's unfortunate he hurt his groin, uh, but that's, you know, that right. stuff happens when you run the football. But, uh, you know, uh, that was exciting. But preseason's even more useless this year than normal because they got the 17-game schedule this year. There's three games. I don't even think anybody important is going to play on any of the teams that matter this year. Right, yeah. Uh, I did watch one thing, and I'm going to let everybody know up front. I I live obviously in the Philly territory. The Eagles are going to be awful. So if you want to book anything right now, and I love Jalen Hurts. He's a guy I like. I hope I'm wrong, but man, do they look awful. They got beat by New England 35 to nothing, right? I know preseason don't mean nothing, but you're a team that don't even know who your starters are going to be. And you're <laughs> putting second, third stringers out there when you don't even know if your first team's good enough getting run off the field, making Cam Newton look like Joe Montana. Oh, man, I'm telling you, Eagles going to be bad. So that's my one early prediction after a little bit of what I see. I got you. I got you. Now, uh, going back, I kind of agree with everything you just said. Um, I don't know if it's good to have those contrasting points, but I think you're pretty much on point with everything. Like, Justin feels look good. I mean, is he, should he start over Andy Dalton? I don't know. I don't know if he's going against the ones or the twos and the threes and the fours. So it's hard to say. He did look good, though, uh, commanding the offense and everything. And that's someone I wasn't sure how he looked on the NFL level. He's looked better so far than I thought he would. Uh, so I could be wrong about that. But I think NFL is evolving right now into, you know, you got to have the athletic quarterback that can that can read defense and slay it. So if they can't just be athletic, they got to be able to play. I think he is kind of like the, the slightly more athletic, not quite as big Cam Newton. 
as far as what's out there, right? So and way faster. And way faster. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, that's that's what we're looking at in the league. Not everybody has the arm of Patrick Mahomes, but like I, I think Fields, I think he's going to be good. I really do. Um, especially if they have Bears on the shaky offensive line. Um, you know, he's going to be good to kind of get out of things and make plays and make things happen. So, um, like I said, I'm interested to see what happens. I'm interested to see, like, what's going to happen out on, on the, the West Coast of the Niners. I'm really interested to see what's going to happen with all these new quarterbacks that are out there. You know, you got Burrow coming off an injury. Um, I'll, I'll consider Baker. He's not really a new quarterback, but, like, he's in a system for more than a year. Um, and there's going to be more expectations on his own Brown, so I'll be interested to see what happens there. Uh, Tua, like I say, I agree with you there. He doesn't quite sound like he's, he's ready, but he can't go into the role. Um, you know, I'm interested to see what happens in New England. Are they going to stick with Cam or are they going to go ahead and go with the young guy, Mac Jones? Because uh, I guess Mac Jones has been looking pretty decent. But like I said, the Eagles were terrible, so you can't really um, can't really judge anything off his performance. But for a rookie in the NFL, I mean, it's still not terrible as far as that. Like, you go ahead and let him sit for a year and let Cam go ahead and take it for one year, or do you go ahead and just throw the rookie out there and say, hey, your team, roll with it. So I don't know what they're going to do about that yet. Um, I'm interested to see uh, Trey Lance out there in, in San Francisco. Um, I think he can make a difference on the team. And like, like I've seen other analysts say, uh, quarterbacks, athletic quarterbacks, could be a, a blessing that if they don't see something right away, they start running because then they could turn the ball over less as far as like not forcing things to interceptions or whatnot. So, you know, I'm interested to see how he does and how he progresses because – the athletic, those the athletic quarterbacks, they are a difference maker on the field. You know, they can't just not account for them. You have to have someone keep an eye on them, keep a spy on them, whatever it is, to kind of try to keep them in check. So, you know, it'll be interesting the cat and mouse game as far as that. More and more teams have those athletic quarterbacks, and it's becoming more the norm in the NFL. It's just how the NFL is evolving. So, um, you know, it'll be interesting, and I'm I'm excited for the regular season starting place. That preseason is definitely even more pointless now because it's one less preseason game. And there's 17 games this season, and you know there's just more chances for injury, and it's a longer season, so the guys got to try to keep their bodies right. Well, it forces GMs to evaluate talent because you're going to have to find players. People's going to get hurt. It's a long season, and GMs going to have to know what they're doing. And right. uh, that's one thing that the Browns GMs impressed me with. I think he's been able to find talent, uh, especially on defense this year. They rectified what was a sore spot last year, um, so I. I think, you know, like you said, people's going to get hurt. There's going to be quarterbacks going down. I'll be interested to see how Lamar Jackson holds up in a 17-game season because the Ravens need him. Right. Uh, they've lost a lot of players since his MVP season. They don't have all the tight ends anymore. Uh, they don't have the linemen they had that year, right? So a lot of people's expecting Baltimore to be good this year. I have some doubts that they uh, – that, they, that they're not going to take another step back this year. Um, let's just go through the divisions real quick, right? So that's yeah. how I feel about Baltimore. Pittsburgh, you know what? Everybody's saying Big Ben's done. A prob I mean, it's hard to say, right? Because quarterbacks play forever now because they don't get hit any longer, right? People are wondering, how's Tom Brady? What Brady's doing is incredibly impressive, right? Greatest of all time. But quarterbacks don't get hit any longer. That's why they play forever. Yeah, they don't get hit. They, well, they don't get hit, and he gets the ball out faster than anybody. Big Ben kind of has a different style where he'll try to extend plays and he'll take the hits. Big Ben is also normally 6'5", 6'6", standing like 250 pounds. He's a big dude that can take that kind of punch. So, and that's always been a part of his game, right? The running the ball, you know, scrambling and stuff like that, holding on to the ball. Not going right. to really be able to do that any longer. I think the Pittsburgh, they, their salary cap problems finally got them in trouble. They lost a lot of players. They couldn't work. And, you know, this goes back to having troubles working out things with Le'Veon Bell, working out things with Antonio Brown, just a lot of issues cropping up. Uh, you know, I, I Juju's not a number one. I know they paid him, but he is not a number one receiver. Right. Uh, that's why you didn't see much from him last year. They had no running backs last year. I think drafting a kid from Alabama is definitely going to help them out. Yeah, uh, they're, solid. yeah, their defense is good. T.J. Watt will get signed. That'll get resolved if he hasn't already. I haven't seen an update. Yeah, uh, I'm not writing the Steelers off. It's still the Steelers. They still got Mike Tomlin. There's a lot of opinions on him. Some people don't think he's a great coach. Some people do. I'm on the side of thinking he is a good coach. You know, yeah. uh, 
you know, he's had a winning season every year. You know how hard that is to do? Uh, For sure. For sure. The Steelers, I actually think, will finish above the Ravens. That might be what you consider a hot take. People think I'm crazy. Not be shocked that the Steelers finish above the Ravens this year. Cincinnati, I thought Burrow scares me because Burrow's came out, was coming out on Twitter and all that stuff, that he's a he's not feeling comfortable in the pocket. He don't feel right since his knee hurt. And if, right. he, if he isn't right, that team's in trouble. Because my whole premise of them being better this year was – him being back ready to play surrounded by some better players. Right. So I mean, he uh, definitely, definitely has the skill position players on the outside, but yeah, him not feeling normal, which it's not surprising because he got hurt like in week 10. It's not like he got hurt in the early part of the season. So, I mean, he's definitely trying to push him and come back early. Um, I don't know how to close the I try to hold off on that and push it back. You know, so, so, I mean, they can do amazing things with surgery nowadays, so I get yeah. it. But it, it's it's still it's still gonna be the mental thing. That's like the hardest part. Like physically, he might be able to do it. Physically, he might be at like ninety percent, ninety five percent, or whatever. But mentally, he has to do it. He has to be able to plant when he's going to his drops. He'll be able to step in the pros and not worry about like people falling at his feet when he's throwing and all that stuff. That's not even considering like running the ball or anything like that. That's just him dropping back in the pocket and throwing the football. You know, so. And obviously, everybody, we're talking about the AFC North because Dan's a Browns fan. I'm a Bengals fan, so that's what we you care about. But we're from Ohio, yeah, we're from Ohio. It's what it is. But like, yeah, that that does concern me. The offensive line still is not like great A by any means. Um, their defense, I think, is all right. They're getting better, but I think they're weak at linebackers. They're weak in at covering backs out of the backfield and covering the slot receivers at linebacker. I do think that their secondary is is better. I think their secondary is decent. I think the D-line is decent, sort of like what they lost veteran-wise last year, losing Dunlap and losing um, – I can't remember his name on top of the head uh, – Geno Atkins. Um, I think their defense line is is still okay, but I do worry about their linebackers and worry about the offensive line overall. And I worry about Joe Burrow, um, just how his medals how his medals are through the whole thing. So, I think the Bengals have a way to go. I think it is it, – it does depend on Joe Burrow and the offensive line. And if they have offensive line, then they can they can rely on Mixon a little more to help Burrow out, so he's not like throwing the ball 40, 50 times a game because he shouldn't have to. He used to be able to he used to throw the ball like Baker Mayfield does for the Browns. What is still like 20, 25 times a game? Yeah, that's all. He, that's all he should really be doing. That should really defeat the beast, uh, Joe Mixon, if they have the offensive line on par, which they probably don't. So I agree with you as far as the AFC North, though. I don't know about how the, how the Ravens are going to be overall. It could be a step back. The Steelers are always there. Um, to me, they, I think we'll be between the Steelers and the Browns. As much as I hate to say it, it's between the Steelers and the Browns. Um, it, it's, it's right now, the Browns are the players. They have the talent. It's just matter if they can put it together and not screw it up. Well, so, you know me. You know me. I'll crush them. I don't care if it's my team or not. Uh, right. if, they aren't, if they aren't good, I'll say it. All right? But this team, I mean. They're good. <laughs> Miles Garrett and Javon Clowney at defensive end is scary. Like, that's scary. Like, that's like I don't want to walk into a dark alley scary and see them two dudes in there. You know what right. I mean? Yep. And you got, you know, the people they brought in from the Rams free agents. Uh, they got some of those safeties back. Like, they're hopefully Delpit can go. Hopefully Greedy Williams can go. You know, didn't play last year. That were high draft picks, right? Right. Right. Uh, Ward will be back. Looks like his contract's he's good. In he's he's good, good, but he's got to stay on the field too. He's hurt a lot. Right. Uh, the defense is just total makeover. There's only going to be one returning starter. It looks like maybe two. It looks like Mac Wilson, uh, because what we just found out is Phil uh, Phillips tore his bicep. That uh, probably our best linebacker that we're relying on tore his bicep today. He's already okay. done for the season, so we haven't even gotten into the season yet. There's already a major injury, right? Right. I mean, look at the Colts. We'll talk about them briefly. They lost all their best players, and they ain't got on the pads yet and played a scrimmage. So yep. it's, it's going to be one of them years. Health is part of it. Uh, Najoku fired Rosenhaus, guy's agent back that he had before, wants to sign with the Browns. I mean, guy looks like a Greek god with his shirt off. You can see why coaches won't give up on that guy. You know what I mean? Right. When you see him, the athleticism, the speed. Uh but I mean, you, you get no Odell Beckham back, right? They want to, they want, you know, a couple plays from beating the Chiefs. One play, I would argue, 
And, uh, you know, they're getting these guys back. I mean, I can't think of a more – I honestly, from top to bottom, can't think of a more talented team uh, in the league. Yeah, yeah no, I, I agree. Yeah, you no, know, they are. I, yeah. Yeah, no, they are. They're talented top to bottom, like I said. I wonder how their defense, their defense is going to be because they're revamped completely. But, I mean, they have the talents in the important positions. And yeah, they got. Then they have the best offensive line in the league with Wyatt right. Teller, and then you got Conklin on the right. You know, the tackle Jedrick is back. Uh, the Alabama guy that picked first round last year at tackle. Yeah, uh, they got they Nick got, Chubb in the backfield. Like, yeah, you got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt in the backfield. I mean, this team should win a Super Bowl. They, they really should. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's crazy to talk Super Bowl in Cleveland, but that's what people's talking. It's exciting, yeah. and I can't wait, man. I think I think it's legit to think about that. Like, there, the talent is there. They just got to do it week in, week out. And, and I think their coach is good. I think he proved to me he knows what he's done doing. He runs a professional organization. Uh, you know what I mean? No more right. Freddie Kitchens. If you don't wear orange and brown, you don't matter. Go back to Alabama, dude. Man, what were they thinking, man? And then the coach before him is the only coach worse than him in history. You always know I got to throw some Hugh Jackson out there. <laughs> God, man. Hugh Jackson. Then you had Shermer and Chudzinski. Like, where do you find these guys? Like, we just giving away millions of dollars to anybody? But I digress. But, uh, you know, I'm excited to say the least, right? So I even got my 75th anniversary jersey. I'm ready to go. Nice, nice. All right. So we'll run through the divisions real quick. Division uh, winner predictions for. Uh, for NFL here, um, I said obviously. All right, we'll start with AFC North. Like, what are your thoughts? Uh, you you think Browns are gonna are gonna do it? Thinking Browns, Steelers, Ravens, Bengals. I, I think Bengals are starting to worry me. I don't trust that coach. I think they're looking at a four or five win season. That coach is gone. But that's where I think that that's that division's gonna stack up. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I think it's probably about. I think it's probably about the same. I do think that the Bengals are gonna be a little bit better than four or five wins. I honestly think they're going to make it to like seven, seven, eight wins. To be honest with you, um, I, I think I think that's a legit number. Just cause based off based on last year, like how they were in a lot of games and whatever, lost a bunch of close games. They weren't getting blown out every week, and the players were still playing hard for their coach at the end of the season when it was long on, long over. The quarterback was out for the season. They didn't really have anything to play for except for where they're going to get their next paycheck. So maybe that's why they're playing hard. I'm not sure, but I thought like they were still playing hard for the coach, which a lot of times NFL players doesn't happen that way. So but I agree with your, with your, um, your outlook as far as the division, but um, yeah, let's go ahead and move to, um, I don't even think about how the AFC um, divisions are. So what we got the AFC. Let's, let's do the East. We'll start with the East. Then we got Buffalo, Miami, New England and uh, New York Jets, which we know are going to be in last place. So I don't know if we yeah. need to go into that, but so yeah, no, let's just let's just go with picks. We're not going to get too too much into these conversations. Like I said, um, who do you think is going to be the East out of that out of that group? Uh, I I still think Buffalo is the elite team in this group. I think Josh Allen took a lot of steps. I think he's a force. I think he's a great quarterback. I love Baker, but I know at the time we talked about it, I wanted Josh Allen just because the talent is just crazy and he's big and. Got yeah. the arm, but I think it, the part thing is it worked out for both teams for a change. So yeah. uh, I'm going uh, Buffalo. I'm going New England over Miami. That might not be popular, but I'm going New England over Miami. I even think New England could possibly be a wild card. Then yeah. obviously the Jets are going to be last. What do you think? No, that's probably – I'm on board with those picks. Like, I know we're supposed to be having debate conversation, but – I'm with it. Josh Allen, I honestly, I thought he was just a big dude with a big arm coming out of college. I'm like, he's that big and he's that good. Why is this guy only at Wyoming? But the way it works, the way they're playing in Buffalo, the way they're utilizing him, and he's more athletic than I thought he was. Well, people develop. You know, he's a late developer. Kids develop late. You know, you're senior high school. You know, a lot of guys, you know, don't look like they do now. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, no, no. A lot of growth can happen. Yeah, no, I agree with that 100%. And He's, he just surprised me. I didn't realize how athletic he was. Like, yeah, dude, yeah. He's, an athletic, he's a big athletic dude. And it's like, all right, I just didn't realize how athletic he was. So, you know, yeah, I think the Bills are definitely, in, you know, AFC East is going to be them. I agree with the order that you were talking about. And um, I, I think they're, they're a challenger for the AFC 
to represent AFC in the Super Bowl. I mean. Yep, but here's my one thing I was going to tell you, too, since we're on the AFC East. Yeah. So I was completely wrong with Herbert in San Diego. I was, that guy I was looks like a player. I thought he was going to be a bust. But my bust alert this year is Zach Wilson. Bust, yeah. punch your dick at the bust city. <clears throat> Not happening. This dude is going to get crushed by the New York media. By It'll be over. The honeymoon will be over by week six. So that's my bust alert this year. But I, I agree 100%. I thought, why are you taking this guy to the side? He was at BYU. He's not tall, doesn't have the strongest arm. He threw a bunch of 50-50 balls last year in the Mountain West Conference, or maybe they're in the Pac-12. I don't know. Either way, it's not like he's doing against SEC, SEC athletes. It's not happening like that. I think it's not going to work out. I think the Jets are completely wrong. And why they drafted him, they should not have. And, yeah, I think he's going to get crushed by the New York media. He's going to get crushed because their offense line is terrible. And I think he's going to be ultimately a bust because of the situation he's landed in because they have overvalued his talent. Yeah, and he's on the Jets. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the worst part of all for him. He's on yeah. the Jets. I mean, I, I, I mean, this, yeah, he just he's a he just doesn't look like a physical specimen for the NFL. I mean, he looks like a, you know like an eighth grader. He looks young. Like you know, I mean, he just he don't look like Justin Fields. He don't look like Lance Trey Lance. You know, right. you don't look like – definitely don't look like the boy in Jacksonville, right? So uh, – yeah. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, yeah. So let's go on to the AFC South. We got the Texans, which I think we're agreeing is going to be – I don't know, this division sucks. We got the Texans. Yeah. We got the Colts where everybody's hurt. We got the Jaguars who's a per- perennial basement dweller. And I think we can all agree we're looking Titans for number one in this division. That offense is going to be about sick – I want to see them and the Browns play. I think they, that's going to be big-time football. See, uh, yeah, I think this was going to be the Titans. But before the season, before everybody got hurt, I thought that the Colts could make a difference because the Colts, their offensive line, solid. Defense, one of the best in the league. You know, they had an old quarterback who played old last year, got into no. the playoffs. I know you don't have faith in, in Carson Wentz, but I thought going no. back and reunited with Frank Zero. Wright could work. Could work. They have a running back, man. Jonathan Taylor, a running back, dude. It is there for them. I'm not saying they'll be better than the Titans, but I think they're gonna be better than what you're giving them credit for. And I'm not. Let's just all my friends from Indiana. I can't stand the Colts. I don't want to be saying this, but I thought that he could. He, I thought they'd be better than what people think. I think they're a solid team. Basically, I think they would already probably be in the Super Bowl if Andrew Luck didn't, you know, go ahead and retire for the reasons he retired or whatever. But I still think that one of the best offensive lines in the league. That one of the best defenses in the league. They just lack that quarterback. All right, so here's – I'm going to go Titans, Colts, Jaguars, Texans. Uh, Deshaun Watson's never going to play for Houston again. Uh, that, that's a whole nother topic. But uh, real quick, five seconds. Who's yeah. he get traded to? Oh, gosh. Uh, five, Denver? Denver. Denver. Okay, Denver. Uh, me, I don't think he'll get traded for a while. I think there's too much stuff going on. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. That well, yeah, you gave me that option. That's what I would say. <laughs> yeah. You said pick a team in five yeah, minutes. Yeah, pick a team, man. I had to make. I had to put you on the spot. You know, yeah. ain't no fun to say what I say. I had to make somebody. I had to make you make a call. Yeah. All right, so. All right, AFC West. We're gonna run through this. We got Denver Broncos, Chiefs. Raiders, Chargers. Tough one. Actually, not. It's going to be probably be the Chiefs, right? I'm sticking with the Chiefs. The Chargers are probably on the come up, but Justin Herbert, besides Keenan Allen, he doesn't does he have any reliable pass catchers out there? Besides Keenan Allen, at this point, I don't know if he does. <sighs> I'm so, trying to think. You know, they got some players. I mean, even they made it work last year. I didn't follow the Chargers. You know, I watch all the teams. I honestly didn't follow the Chargers a whole lot. Yeah, but um, you know, on those, uh, hey, Keenan Allen, he's he's always injured. Yeah, when, he, when he's not injured, he makes plays, but he's injured a lot. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm looking at the running backs. Remember the guy they were going to rely on this year? I think he got hurt. You know, wide receivers on the roster: Keenan Allen, Jalen Guyton, KJ Hill, John Hurst. 
Tyrone Johnson, Jason Moore, Joshua Palmer, Austin Prohl. Oh, well, they got Prohl. Uh, Ricky, Ricky Prohl's son? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. all those receivers no one ever heard of was – Joe Reed, Keenan, Mike Williams. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. I heard Mike Williams. Keenan Allen and Ricky Prohl's son. That's it. So – All right, so can we repick? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go Raiders second. I'm going to go Raiders second. Now I'm going to go Chiefs. Raiders, because if Chucky finishes at third place, they're going to want him out of Las Vegas this year. I know he's got the tenure, but that's time to win. You know, they're a 500 team. It's time to win some games. All right, so Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers, Broncos. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Broncos got a good team. It's going to depend on, you know what, if Drew Locke actually becomes a good quarterback, that that could change. Honestly, the AFC West might be the toughest one to pick, other than obviously maybe the Chiefs. I mean, isn't isn't Teddy Ridgewater out there in Denver? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Washington football team, New York football giants, Dallas Cowboys, Philadelphia Eagles. That's a lot of L's in that conference or in that division. They all suck. They all suck. You're going to have to pick who you don't want to. I know you're going to have to do it. I'm going to pick the Washington football team. I'm I'm buying into Fitzmagic. I'm buying into Fitzmagic with that defense. I'm going to go Washington. Then I'm going to go – Oh, man, Mike McCarthy's an idiot. I got to go with the New York Giants, number two. I think they're going to turn it around with that coach. Uh, I, I'm going to go Dallas, three, because what I'm seeing from the Eagles is pathetic. It looks like the old Browns football. And then I'm going to go the Eagles, fourth. I think they're all going to be terrible. I think Washington gets in with a nah, uh, 10 win. They'll win 10 games. Yeah, you know, I, think Washington, I think Washington be decent. Like I said, their defense is pretty legit. I like they're all they have all the skill position players that are decent, especially uh, Terry um, uh, McLaurin. I like him a receiver. He's solid. He's a number one talent as far as that. I think Fitz Magic can make it happen. Yeah, and I, I think, think they got a good coach in Ron Rivera, and I think he's surrounding himself with some young guys who know what they're doing. So yeah, he's changed the culture there as far as that. They needed that as far as all all field stuff that was happening with the front office and everything. So that's good for them. Um, Second place, Cowboys. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm putting the Giants there. The Giants are not good. Won't be good. <laughs> so, Cowboys second place, Giants third. Okay. Last, the Eagles. That's just what it is, man. Only one playoff team there, though, and it's only because they have to be. That's probably true. All right. Where are we going next? Uh, NFC North, the Bears, the Lions, the Packers, and the Vikings. So. Cool. This one's kind of tough. Aaron Rodgers came back from vacation. He's out there kicking it, hosting Jeopardy, you know, out his out his fiance with all the actors and everything, you know, on the beaches, chilling out, saying, Hey, I'm holding out. And you know, ultimately it worked out for him. He's got one year shaved off his contract. He'll be able to go where he wants to go. Green Bay can have their Jordan Love thing, you know, for the future. And that's it. So they're not gonna get Devontae Adams back. He's gonna go somewhere in the future, but for this year, this season, the Green Bay Packers are going to win the NFC, uh, NFC North, in my opinion. I'm with you just because I think the other three teams are terrible. I yeah. think uh, – I, I love Cook for the Vikings, that running back. You're always in the game with him on the field. But something about that team, something's not right. They just – I can't trust their quarterback, Cousins. Yeah. Uh, you know, the receiver – uh, Ed was oh he went to LSU. I forget his name off the top of my head, but he he's solid. He had a good year. Um, they got had, some pieces. They got some players. It just doesn't work, and I don't know if they need you know to mix it up with a new coach, something. I don't know. No, uh, the Detroit Lions are going to be awful. They're going to challenge the Eagles for the worst team in the in the league because they're just going to be awful. They got that mean head coach. They're going to win four games, and they're going to be on hard knocks next year, and everybody's going to watch because of that coach before he gets fired. So, Detroit, when you finish with only four wins this year, please do not fire that coach because we need him on hard knocks next year. That's what we want to see. So, 
And the Bears, well, like Jared Goff, who's terrible. Okay. Yeah, they're just they're oh god, they're terrible. Uh, the Chicago Bears, I I don't know. Uh, if Fields is healthy and he can do some magic, I don't know what what we can we can we go Green Bay one and the other three four. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I'm not trying to pick the rest of them either. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, let's move on. That division sucks. Yeah. Uh, NFC South, Carolina Panthers, New Orleans Saints, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Atlanta Falcons. Now we're back into the big boy divisions. So, uh, New Orleans, I don't know what's going to happen with the Winston thing. Uh, I think it probably should be him because you got to throw the ball in this league to win. Uh, right. I like the other quarterback, Taysom Hill, right? Or uh, Yeah, yeah Taysom Hill. Uh, uh, I'm picking Tampa. They they should be better than they were last year. Um, Everybody coming back. I'm going with the Saints in the second, and then for third, mm, I don't know if Rule's going to get Carolina turned around. I don't trust Donald as Donald at quarterback. Uh, I trust Christian McCaffrey. He's back, but I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Atlanta. You got Matt Ryan. They let go of Julio Jones. I don't know what to expect from the two teams. I'm going to go out on a limb and say Carolina finishes third, Falcons fourth, because I think Falcons will be tanking for a uh, quarterback next year by the uh, <laughs> by the by the sixth week. So that's what. Well, what do you think? Yeah, no, I'm, I, I I agree with everything across the board. Um, the Saints. I mean, they pretty much have everything in place right now, except for quarterback. I don't know if you can trust Jameis Winston. I don't know if you're going to get a new and improved Jameis Winston who is a protege under Drew Brees, or you get Jameis Winston who throws 30-plus touchdowns also throws like 25-plus interceptions, which is absolutely crazy. Well, so, that's what they're getting right now, supposedly, so that's why the decision's still up in the air. So Right. So we'll it's see. hard to say. But, yeah, I, as far as the teams you pick, I agree. I'm on board. Um yeah, this division, the last one division we got is a tough one, man. Yeah. NFC West, what do you think? And that, that is tough. There's a whole lot going on. There's a lot of talent. Like, I think the Rams are resurging in the conversation. They've had a solid defense overall. And the, the place where they were weak, I thought, was quarterback. Well, they got rid of Derek, Jared Goff, and they brought in Matthew Stafford. I think Matthew Stafford still has, you know, arm talent. He's still there. I think he can still play. He was, he was in the abyss of Detroit for years. Well, now you can do it out in LA. There's gonna be a lot of pressure on them, but I think that um, I think they can do it. I think they have enough talent and receiver to do it. Nothing crazy, but they're solid. They have a solid running attack. You know, Cam Akers tore his AC or tore his uh, Achilles tendon, so that's tough. So they'll have two other monster, but I think Daryl Henderson's enough to throw throw on his back. And um, I think Matthew Stafford's gonna take them over the top, um, just initially. But like I said, everywhere else is tough. San Francisco's tough. We'll see what they do at quarterback. If they, if they keep Jimmy Grappolo quarterback, they're not going to do it. Um, but if they bring in Trey Lance and they stay healthy, the Niners are solid too. Like, this is a tough division. I'm going to say Seattle's going to be last place in the division though. Ooh, uh, that's far. a hot take. Yeah, Seattle's going to be last. Then – So, yeah, Seattle last. I'm going to say Arizona's going to be third. I think the Rams will be second. I think the Niners are going to win the division. Okay. Uh, West. That's what I'm going with. I think they were solid. They're fighting through a bunch of injuries. If the Niners stay healthy, they will win the division just by the and playing new quarterback, just by running the ball and controlling it, playing solid defense, getting the young kids some reps, and let them use his legs and be athletic. I think they'll win the division. You know what? I'm kind of with you. I think the Pete Carroll magic's worn off. Russell Wilson's not happy. Uh, he's making too much money, so the team around him is not very good. Yep. Uh, I don't think the Cardinals are going to take the step with that coach. I think he gets fired. Uh, I got to go Rams in this division. Yeah. I, mean, I, I can't I trust Stafford, but I think with the coach and the talent around him and stuff like that. Now, remember, the Rams lost all their best defensive players to the Browns, except for Aaron Donald. So, uh, true. I, I, if I got to put these in order, I'm going to go Rams. I'm going to go Seattle. I'm going to go Cardinals, and I'm going to go Niners last. Oh, man, so we're completely opposite. So, we'll yeah. see what happens there. Yeah, I don't trust the quarterback situation in San Francisco. Uh, San Francisco has a lot of good players, but they're all coming back from injury. 
Yeah. Uh, I, I don't trust them right now. I don't trust San Francisco. They're going to have to show me something. I know everybody's high on them, but they got to show me something. Trey Lance has played 10 college games and he ain't played in 18 months. Garoppolo's <laughs> always hurt. You know, that's, that, that's why I can't put Russell Wilson out of there, but I don't, I think it's going to be another year where he's frustrated. They're going to win enough games not to get a high pick. Uh, but that's where I see the NFC West. So that's what we, there we go. That we just did our round table here. I got you. All right. Okay. Well, we went, we were around. Let's go ahead and knock out Super Bowl predictions. First of all, who's going to make it? Who you got to win? Right here. <laughs> right there. 75th anniversary Super Bowl. The glory days are back, and they are going to beat. We're going to beat Tom Brady. We're going to beat Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl. It's going to be a close one. But uh, Browns over Bucks. What do you got? Uh, Bills over Bucks. Oh, man. I'm done with this podcast, dude. I'm done with this. Yeah. Over. Buffalo, Buffalo Bills, man. They're, they're coming. They're, they're making an appearance. I think they're solid on defense. They got Josh Allen leading the attack. He's been in the AFC Championship game the past two years. Learning experience, they're on the cusp. It's time for them to go ahead and break through. I'm trusting you, it. You got Buffalo beating Tampa? I have Buffalo beating Tampa. Wow. I, I almost almost said Buffalo beating the Rams. I think the Rams still make the playoffs. You know, I don't have the winning division, but Buffalo beating Tampa is what I got. Okay. There you go. Browns <laughs> over Tampa, and you got Buffalo over Tampa. All right. Actually, just to be different, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, cause like I said, I think – the Rams will make the playoffs. I'm going to say Buffalo over the Rams. Buffalo over the Rams. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Okay. I like it. That's a possible. I could see the Rams not winning the division and getting in the playoffs, you know, yep. and, and being hot with Stafford and everything like that. That's possible. Yeah. All right, man. There we go. That's our that's our quick NFL preview. Uh, I'm always <laughs> right, so I expect uh, to come back and talk about this next time next, at the end of the year. Yeah, we'll still we'll still be on this time around, so I'm not worried about that for sure. And I think uh, my picks are better than yours, but we'll see what happens. Uh, That's right. <laughs> going to the next segment, all right? Because I know we we've been talking about what we have planned on, so we're going to keep moving. Rapid fire topic. We're going to give our our two cents, whether it matter or not. These quick four or five topics. So first of all, what do you think the Olympics? The what? What do you think of the Olympics? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I think, you know, it just was a mess. So, but, I mean, there was a lot of historic things that happened. A lot of records broke. They said it was something about the heat and the tracks had some bounce to them and illegal shoes. You know what? Let's just let everybody take whatever they want, wear whatever they want, and see what happens from there. You know what I mean? Uh, the 400-meter hurdle race was the one that stood out to me. That was crazy. Yeah. I always loved the 100-meter. Italy won the 100-meter Uh did you see the four by one hundred where Italy came back and like that dude who was the anchor leg was hustling? Yeah, that's yeah. He, he came out of nowhere and I was like, oh my gosh, like this dude is moving. Like, yeah, was- Italy came out of nowhere with the sprinters. So I mean, it was impressive, but you know, the U.S. maintained their lead as the winning all the gold medals. Although China, China's been kept creeping up on us. China wins all them sports nobody cares about, and that catches them up. But right. Uh, how many, how many athletes does the United States have compared to like other countries? Absolutely crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so it is, you know, it is. So, but yeah, that's basically the Olympics are always good. I just, with no fans and stuff, it just wasn't the same. Yeah. No, I, I agree. It's, it's tough. Um, as far as that, I mean, I watched it. Like I said, I just, I didn't watch it as religiously as I normally would have. I did because I might be studying or something like that. It might be up early in the morning with the child or studying early in the morning and, like, throw it on or whatever. But, you know, I, I didn't watch as religiously as I normally would. It's not quite the same feel. But, um, like I said, it helped me get through the summertime and baseball season, uh, and now we're in football season. So, I'm excited about that. Um, I haven't even thought about this. I have a couple seconds from your answer to what I'm going to say, but who's your favorite on-air personality? Oh, it's Kendrick Perkins. Carry on. That's all I gotta say right there, man. Yeah, the dude played. The dude don't care whose feelings he hurts because he's big as a house, right? And just 
I, I, I like it, man. He calls it how it is, man. He, he says, now he says a lot of stupid stuff to stir up conversation. Like he'd rather, like the dumbest thing he ever said was he'd take Trey Young over Luka Donisic, which is just, even Marcus Spears, like, come on, bro. He's like, admit, you would take Donisic, right? You know what I mean? But I, I, I like, I like Kendrick Perkins, man. I mean, he played and he, he he's not afraid to ruffle feathers. Man, that's true. He's not afraid to do that. So I'm about to say, I like Shannon Sharp. Close Shay Shay. I'm a fan. I'm Shannon. Yeah, well, Shannon, you heard right there. Actually, someone else I'm going to say is from the Altswood podcast, Matt Barnes. I actually like listening to his podcast, like what he talks about and everything. It's pretty interesting, so I'll plug that. Um, Brittany's conservatorship. What do you think about that? We yeah. said Brittany. Oh, Brittany yeah, free Brittany, out. man. Yeah, free Brittany, man. I grew up with Brittany. You know, that's, that's you know, let her have her money. You know what I mean? Supposedly, yeah, dad's giving it up, so, but, uh, you know, uh She's had some issues, man. I don't know what to say. Yeah, I mean, that's the, the life she's lived. Well, yeah, she's made a bunch of money and everything like that, but, like, she can't go out and just be anonymous and go somewhere and just chill. The lights, all the spotlight's always on her. I'm sure that does something to your mental health. So, Hey, there's a cost to having $500 concerts and stuff like that. That's true. That's, that's the true. flip side to everything. You know what I mean? Like there's a flip side to everything. I, I mental health's important and I understand it, but also you make a lot of money uh, to do stuff like, you know, speaking to people at the Olympics and stuff like that and stuff like you don't perform the, you know what I mean? And you, uh, you still take the money. So, you know, there's two ways of looking at it, you know, that, that, that's going to be a conversation we could probably have in the future that everybody's going to have different opinions on. So I look forward to that. Um, yeah. Who's winning the world series? Hot take. Red legs, you want a hot take? I got a hot take on the World Series. The New York Yankees. That's not that high of a take. Oh, it is. They only had a 52% chance to make the playoffs this last week. But they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to run the table. And they're going to beat Slam Diego, who's on a slump right now, but I still think they're going to get there. Uh, you know, actually, the Dodgers, it's so hard to pick against the Dodgers because they're like a super team. They're like better than an all-star team. Like you would have a hard time putting together another team of every other team to play the Dodgers and say they're right. better. You know what I mean? So that's true. And that's it, why I was going to pick the Dodgers to beat your Yankees. Hot take Yankees winning it all. The evil empire rises again. Hey, I saw, I saw some out there talking about some random thing. I'm messing with your money. What's coming up here soon. Mess your money or real. But there are 14 individual baseball players that have a higher salary than the whole Pittsburgh Pirates organization. <laughs> 14 individual players whose salary is higher than the payroll of all the Pittsburgh Pirates combined. And they wonder so, why baseball is losing popularity. Right. So, all right. That's all. That, those are our hot takes real quick. Want to bring it up. Like I said, we're, we're running out on, on our time here. But we have a new segment called Get Real. Dang, dang, go ahead and take it over. Let us know what's going on. Keep it real. All right, so I'm just going to come with the Get Real segment because we have to bring some people back to reality, right? They need to come out of their reality they think they're in and come back into the really real world to realize their incompetence or they're not doing something right. In this case, it's extreme incompetence. So if any of you have listened to it before, the Cavs disgust me. Disgust me. So on today's Get Real, it, Get Real is Kobe Altman. Get Real selling me on a bunch of six-foot high draft choices that can't shoot, that, we're gonna, that they're going to be a team that is a future core, right? Hey, for everybody that Kobe Altman is a gentleman. Oh. Cleveland Cavaliers. Obi Altman's general manager, Cleveland Cavaliers, hopefully for not very long, but he still is currently. Then you go pay $100 million to a seven-foot center that can't shoot and, stre and stretch the floor. So now you got a whole team of people that can't shoot in a league where you need to shoot. What do they say on every commercial where they say, it's a make-or-miss league, it's a make-or-miss league, it's a make-or-miss league, and they show all the players, right? Where you at, Kobe Altman? It's a make or miss league. You need people that can shoot the basketball. Shoot, what world are you living in? What reality is this? Do you, I got to be one of only 10 people that pay for the out-of-market Cavs games. Kobe Altman, tell me why I should watch a Cavs basketball game when TNT and ESPN is going to show real players playing. 
Why would I want to watch Colin Sexton when I can watch Giannis or LeBron or Kevin Durant? Come on, man. Come on. Get real and get me some players or get out. That's my segment today. That's calling out the incompetence of the Cavs organization, which I love so much. Uh, Dan Gilbert, I don't know if you got fired yourself. I love you. You spent the money. You know, you did whatever you had to do to win the title, make LeBron happy, the whole deal. But this dude's got to go. He's got to go. That's all. That's I'm done. And that's the new segment, Get Real with Dane DeMail. So, y'all heard it. His, uh, his love for Kobe Allman, Cleveland Cavaliers. We'll see what happens here in the future. Um, and all of their six-foot two guards that can't shoot. Yeah. Uh, so, we'll see what you know, Chris Fedor at Cleveland.com tweets out, wow, he goes, eight of the first 10 game, first 11 games are on the road. Wow. Well, does it matter, Altman, whether the first eight games are on the road or whether they're home? Because I can tell you the outcome right now. And the season ain't even started yet. I can tell you what's going to happen in whether it, either way, either way the schedule goes. All right, I'm done. I had enough of it. The Cavs get me fired up. I can't even get to sleep talking about the Cavs. That's how much they make me mad. He was going to go to sleep. Now he's all fired up. He's Man, I love the NBA, and they're a disgrace to professional sports. Man, it's awful. Hey, disgrace to professional sports, but those dudes get paid. That's where to go to the uh, mess money with Rell, where so many players get paid in the offseason in NBA free agency. But there was definitely one player that messed with his money bad. So – NBA player Dennis Schroeder, he his agent asked for a $125 million contract. That's what they're looking for. The LA Lakers offered him, was it, four years, $84 million? Something like that, yeah. It was something like that. It was a decent amount of money. It wasn't the Supermax by any means. And he's, in my opinion, not a Supermax player. But you know what? $84 million is nothing that needs that. So he's like, you know, I'm betting myself. You know, there's another thing that have a better offer. Well, there are no better offers. And guess what you end up with? A one-year contract for $5 million ooh, in Boston. And he's so, got to move from L.A. to Boston. That's right, probably so the worst part of the whole deal. He's got to move from L.A. to Boston. He lost out on $79 million plus the multi-year deals on his contract. He's definitely playing for his financial future now. He can go to Boston and be a superstar. I don't know. But, um, yeah, right there, that's mess with money, A. Maybe, maybe it's him. Maybe it's his agent. Somebody's being greedy. Some overvalue their talent. Either way, they messed up. So this year, he better step it up. Because if not, he's going to be regretting it for life. Because that is a huge – that is messing money hard. Not many people are going to see $79 million or whatever it is, like, come by them. And he watched it come. He watched it go. And I'm not saying five means anything to sneeze at. But when you're losing $79 million, that's got to be hard to take. So, Master Money of Real, get the kind of contract in the future. Hey, don't overvalue your talent. Or your talent, know where you are. Take that money, especially the Lakers. You could have been in LA, stayed in LA the whole time. Ooh, LeBron, play with LeBron. Oh, LeBron, old school mellow. Like, you're be one of the young guys on the team, probably starring because those guys are going to play every day. You can show them your worth right there. And plus, all the endorsement deals that's available in LA, man, I'm going to tell you, dude. I hope you figure it out. Hope you have a great year in Boston, but that's hope you enjoy the winter. Enjoy the winter because Boston winters are the truth. So it's just <laughs> out there in LA we can kick it for sure. So Dane, I know it's late. Welcome back. Great to see you. Season two always relevant, yeah. man. I'm glad we got here and did it. Hope everybody enjoyed our our first episode back since you know post pandemic. Uh, still working everything out. I'm trying to remember what to say in all these different spots, but great to see you. Great to be back. Um, we'll be hitting up some different social media handles. Dane, Dane go ahead and tell us everybody your, your Twitter handle. Dane's on Twitter officially. What's your Twitter handle, man? Yep, D DeMeo. Uh, hit me up, D D E M E I O. That's Got right. Anything you want to talk about what you thought of the show or anything like that? You know, how much you hate the Cavs management and how much you want their change. Hit me up with that. We should start a petition to fire Colby Altman. That's what you hit me up on Twitter for. Hit me up on Twitter to start a petition to get rid of Colby Altman, the GM of the Cavaliers. Right. Hey, we're going to talk about it. We're bringing it up. We're going to see if anybody likes to get on board with that. Uh, my handle is at Franchise1122. I think I'm actually going to some handles for the podcast, get it out there on Twitter, um, and see what's going on Twitter, Instagram, my Instagram page, and I'll get all the information coming out there soon. 
once we post everything on social media. So we're back. We're all the way back. We're going to start recording episodes on Monday. So we'll probably be posting sometime in the middle of the week. As far as that, this episode will be posting soon, probably sometime this weekend. We're going to get back on a regular schedule, like I said. Um, starting out, we're probably going to post weekly, but then ultimately we're post bi-weekly. So um, things are coming down the line. We're glad we're back. Dane's always going to be repping the Brownies. I'm repping the Red Lanes right now because there's some chance of that wild card. And I still have faith that they can make the playoffs. To get in the playoffs, anything can happen. So that's what it is. Dane, thanks again for coming out. You got anything else to say to the people? Yeah, it's been 3,554 days since Michigan's last win over Ohio State. And we'll get into the college edition here soon. Thank that you. Hurts my, that hurts my feelings in the podcast on that note. I don't know what to say about it. It's all right. I'll have a response soon. I promise. Talk to y'all soon. Later. All right. Hey, Dane, hold up. All right, everybody. Last segment of the show. Relax and take notes. And today, I was going to say, you know, I'm thankfully back on the air. Uh, I think Dane and I had a great time getting back out here, starting season two bringing the podcast back uh we're gonna try to keep it up and going keep it going right kind of life just gotten away before you know things with the pandemic hit you know just life happens so that's how it goes but we're back we're gonna we plan on being back for a while uh, we're gonna be getting out there on different um different social media platforms so uh like i said before my twitter is at franchise 1122 instagram's at terrell Dwayne 11 um we're gonna be coming out there on youtube and putting stuff on facebook as well so uh, just look out for that. Um, if you have any questions, want to get out on the site, check out our public site that's out there. It's at anchor.fm slash always-rel-event. So that's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M slash always-rel, that's R-E-L-L dash event, E-V-E-N-T. So that's where we'll be. Uh, that's what we're up to. Uh, we're going to try to bring some things uh, up, you know, keep things up and going early. Uh, for sure uh, weekly for the next few weeks and then we'll probably end up going bi-weekly after a while but stay tuned check out our social media we'll back up and running we're happy we're back on the show we hope you're happy too we hope you enjoyed it and uh, we'll see you soon we'll actually see you next week talk to you soon later